When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two days in a row of dumping on the prospects. No way. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it again. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Baseball America, which remains the Bible of the sport when it comes to Prospect rankings, organizational rankings, uh, draft prospectuses, or is that draft prospecti? I'm not sure. (laughs) One way or another, they're really, really good at what they do. And I'm not saying that just because I did some work for them a few years ago myself and got to know some of them. They're total pros. The new Baseball America Top 100 Prospect List was put out yesterday in print form, also online. And the Pirates had four players on that list. In order, I'm going to give you their overall numbers. Number 23 was Andy Rodriguez. He has rocketed up that list as he should have. It's been surprising to me that a lot of the other Uh, Prospect rankings that are out there, including some that are usually very good, have somehow not noticed what ND did, particularly in the second half of 2022. He was outstanding, just in every capacity, met every challenge, including with every new step on the ladder. Number 49, Termar Johnson, he's up there, you know, obviously on reputation and potential since he hasn't really had any time of significance in the minors yet. 73 is Henry Davis. Not great for a 1-1. You know, the very best player in a recent class is now considered the 73rd best player overall in the minors. And number 74 right behind Henry is Luis Ortiz, who also was not quick to be noticed by people on the outside. But once you pound a 100-mile-an-hour fastball regularly in Altoona and then you get called up to the majors late in the season and blow guys away the way Ortiz did, they have no choice but to notice you. Now, in this same process, three of the Pirates' prospects dropped out of the top 100 Leo Verpaguero, which doesn't surprise me much at all. He continues to not really uh, – what's the term I'm looking for here? He's not really distinguishing himself in any capacity. You don't look at him and go, oh, yeah, but there's a tool. That can really make a difference. That can play. It's not happening. Nick Gonzalez dropped out. That's another uh, first-round pick. You hate to see those guys falling out. Uh, The Pirates will blame that, as they will Henry Davis, on the injuries that held him back. 
Uh, injuries do stunt progress. Why? Because they keep you from playing. It's simple as that. Doesn't mean you're to blame for it. Just means that's how it is. And then there's Quinn Priester. Priester fell out. And, you know, I'm old enough to remember in 2020, way back when, in the COVID year, that Priester set everybody on fire. Remember this? Didn't really understand why. There wasn't a whole lot of baseball going on. There were those goofy satellite camps, and they were having a really hard time finding enough non-COVID-infected athletes to put together an actual game. But somehow, eyes were laid on Priester, both in that setting and then again, and this was where it really took off, later that year in instructional ball down in Bradenton, where everyone just went gaga over him. He's rocketing up. He could be a top 10 guy, meaning top 10 overall prospects. He could be the number one pitching prospect, one article read at the time, by a non-Pittsburgh anything. That's how wild they were about him. And now he's out of the top 100. Now, he also had some injury issues this past season, and he had to go through some rehab. So he had to climb the rehab ladder from Bradenton to Greensboro to Altoona. In Altoona, where he made 15 starts and spent the bulk of his year, he had a 2.87 ERA. A 1.195 whip, 75 strikeouts, and 22 walks. And you say, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. He moves up to Indy, makes a couple of starts there. Not a big deal. Only pitched nine and a third total innings. Uh, had a, a 3.86 ERA, but we're talking about two starts here. Nine and a third innings, four runs, five hits, seven Ks, gave up a home run. Again, Nothing really too much to say there. But after that, in a fair attempt to compensate for time lost over the season, the Pirates sent Priester out to Arizona to partake in the Fall League. And out there, he made six starts, had a 6.26 ERA, a 1.565 whip, and... Gave up three home runs, 22 strikeouts, 10 walks. Just, it didn't go great. And what ends up happening with prospects at this level, meaning that make it into a top 100 like this, if you're not great, you're falling out. It's as simple as that. You're not going to see guys hang around based solely on potential. You have to have some kind of numbers and some kind of performance. You can't just say, well, he's got all the tools. He's got this and that. Priester's not a, you know, 100 mile an hour fastball guy. He's not someone who's going to blow you away the way Ortiz did. Uh, he's not necessarily even a, 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 a super stuff type of guy. He's a good pitcher. He's a potentially a really good pitcher. But now he falls out of that top 100. And this is concerning. This is concerning about partially acquisition. Obviously, Priester was selected in the draft in 2019 ahead of the Ben Charrington era. But way more so about 
development. You want to see your prospects either stay on the same path, the same promising path, or get better. What you don't want to see them do is get worse and fall off lists like this. And then the guys who replace them on the lists are brand new, like Termar Johnson. Oh, yeah. Well, wait till the Pirates get a hold of him. And you're going to see him fall, too. I promise you right now, I will keep an eye on this stuff and speak to it as it comes available as objectively as I possibly can. If you see the Pirates rocketing up these lists, that'll be the subject matter. I'm not on some kind of agenda hunt here, okay? This is a legitimate concern because this is what these guys were supposed to be significantly, not a little bit, significantly better than their predecessors. And so far, they are not. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Mike, who says, DK, I agree that Jonathan Mayo does a great job at MLB.com, and I love his articles. I do think that the jury is still out on the players drafted and developed by Charrington and company. Most of them are still in AAA or lower, haven't reached the majors yet. Mike, I'm glad you wrote this. I'm glad you brought this up, because a lot of times especially in our current political environment, when someone hears you take a stance on something, they think, oh, that's it. That stance is ironclad. No matter what, no matter who finds any kind of evidence to the contrary, they're going to stick by that stance. I am not taking stances on these prospects. When I tell you that Nick Gonzalez has dropped out of the top 100 in large part because of injuries, when I tell you that it's disappointing to see this many fall out, and to see only four in the top 100, I'm not burying the prospects. I hope that's understood. I'm glad that you seem to understand that. I got some blowback on this subject when I initially brought it up on Wednesday's show regarding uh, John's piece interviewing other baseball executives regarding the qualities of certain farm systems. I believe that prospects... Oh, what's uh, what's Charrington's line? Pros- uh, progress isn't linear. That's what he says. And, and he's right. Who shoots straight up in a straight line? Nobody. Nobody. You see bumps. You see steps backward. And maybe that's all we've seen here, in particular as it relates to Davis, to Gonzalez, and now to Priester. They've had, they've had their kicks to the groin here. Over the past year and a half. Now, they've got to bounce back. And when I say they, I include, very obviously, the people responsible. The people charged with making them better. With developing them. You believe in them? They still have the talent. They're still uh, holding all the tools that you liked at the time that you drafted them. Go ahead and make them baseball players. Go ahead and make them Pittsburgh Pirates. Get them to PNC Park. Let's see them succeed. At which point, you know what, Mike? All 
all these other rankings and all these others, uh, these all these other discussions and debates go flying right out the window, don't they? I appreciate that question. It's a good one. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do one more of these this week tomorrow. 